What up, bros? This is the All Bros Podcast. I am Caleb Albers. And I'm the other one. The other one? Yeah, this is what I am. Well, that's not... Whatever. <laughs> I'm not even going to try and make you feel good today. Damn. <laughs> we are a couple of aspiring filmmakers that love to watch and critique movies, but also enjoy a lot of bit of the nerd life. Um, this week on the podcast, we don't have any pops to talk about. Because I don't think any new ones came out. No, uh, but you got one for Black Friday. Yes, yes, I did. So I think we'll talk about that real okay. quick. Um, and Blu-ray news: Venom's getting released soon, and the steel book for that looks freaking awesome. Yes, it does. But I'll be picking up the Target exclusive. I'm totally kidding. <laughs> All right, and then on our Through the Wall news, we're going to be talking a little bit, or Rose is going to be talking a little bit about Red Dead Online, which I know nothing about because I don't play Red Dead Redemption. I need to, but I I don't at the moment. Sad thing is I bought this game twice, and I still haven't even played the damn thing. (laughs) I'll go into detail why I bought it twice later on in the episode. Then we're going to get into... In or Spider Man into the Spider Verse, I was gonna say we're gonna get into and I because I have written down into the Spider Verse. <laughs> oh, <laughs> I was like into into the Spider Verse. Whoops. No, into Spider Man into the universe. That's that's not much better. Whatever Spider Verse movie, and where it's currently sitting at with Rotten Tomatoes, that makes us just super hyped yeah. for this movie. And then we're gonna talk a little bit about the. Uh, the Russo brothers being a little asshole-ish with the uh, the trailer. <laughs> and then in this week's sneak peeks, we're going to talk about the Lion King trailer, which was just jaw-dropping. Oh, so good. Yes. And then last and not least, to honor the creator of SpongeBob that passed away, we are going to be doing a breakdown of SpongeBob. SpongeBob movie. Name the Mr. SpongeBob movie. Yes. Mr. May, Mr. Steven Hillenberg, rest in peace. Absolutely. So, with that, let's get it started. All right, before we get into everything we need to do a quick reference fail recap and i need to freaking step my game up yeah today you do because i'm probably gonna lose this month yeah it is two to zero in rose's favor and balls T- today's been an off off month for me yeah it's a little bit <laughs> yep so let's see if i can get you on a couple Things I don't know if we're gonna uh, be. Able I don't to know, considering you know our. Yeah, we're talking SpongeBob, yeah. and I'm not super well versed yeah, in SpongeBob. Yeah, dude, I grew up with that shit. I've been watching that <laughs> since day one. Yeah, so not excited for this ass whooping. <laughs> um, all right. So, Adventures in Hunting Rose. You went out on Black Friday. So. I did, and I bought a ton of shit, and I regret some decisions. You regret decisions? No, I'm just kidding. I really don't. (laughs) Um, All right. So, in Blu-rays from, I think, yeah, I got these two off Amazon. And one I regret because I don't regret it, but it takes away my man card even more. 
Um, I got the Mamma Mia two movie collection. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, at this point, you just okay? need you need a man card. I'm a to sucker get for taken musicals. Away. Okay, suck it. Okay. <laughs> uh, and then I also got Blockers, that new movie with John Cena. Dude. Does that one come with a code? Yeah, it does. You need to send that to okay, me because I want to see that movie so I bad. Paid four dollars for that. Four bucks. Yeah, four dollars. What the shit? It was uh for Cyber Monday. Nice. I know, right? I was like, hell yeah. Um, and then I got Jurassic World: Fallen Kingdom on 4K for nine dollars off Amazon. Ooh, that's not bad. I got Hotel Transylvania three as well off Amazon for nine dollars on 4K. Like a lot of 4K. Holy no, I don't shit. have a 4K you, player. Dude, I'm pretty sure these people lost money on yeah, you. Yeah, <laughs> right? Uh, and then I got the Hitman's Bodyguard. Still haven't seen it. Hitman's Bodyguard. Oh, with uh, Ryan Reynolds and Sam Samuel Jackson. Jackson. Yep. Dude, that movie is... is it, I liked it. Okay. I got that for $7.99. $7.99 on 4K from Best Buy. Freaking awesome. Uh, and then I definitely want... I need to, I need to send you the code because I want to see it. I got Teen Titans. Teen Titans go to the movies for seven ninety nine. Ooh. Yeah. Yeah, I I'm definitely excited to check that out. Dude, you need to freaking like send all of these to me. Okay, yeah. Because a lot of these movies I want to see. Uh and then this was the one of the main ones I wanted to get. I got Halloween on four K, even though I own this movie already twice. Uh for seven ninety nine. So, the original yeah, one the or ori- the new one? No, the original. Okay. The new one doesn't come out till January, bud. Oh. <laughs> I should know that. We talked about it last week. Yeah, come on, man. What the hell? <laughs> uh, and then from Walmart, I got, uh, even though I don't love this adaptation, but it was only three ninety nine. Uh I got the Lorax 3D. It's not bad. Three ninety nine. I feel I need to that own movie? all the Illumination movies. The funny thing is I had this movie, but then I sold it, and yeah, now I have it again. <laughs> I don't know what's wrong with me. Um, and then this was a killer deal. Uh, all three Madagascar movies for ten bucks. Damn. Right. Ah, killer deal. Um, and then uh, I got Scrooged from Walmart as well for six bucks. Is that the one with Bill Murray? Yep. I haven't seen it yet. But I think I think I have. Okay. From what I've heard, like even my dad said he that's one of his favorite uh holiday movies. So Christmas. Christmas. Sorry. Can I count that? <sighs> yeah, f- sweet. <laughs> I hate you. <laughs> you're a, you're a, <laughs> Whatever, you're the one that said Halloween. I know. Uh, and then I also got The Spy Who Dumped Me with, Ooh. yeah, for seven ninety nine. Do all of these come with codes? Yes. Dude, well, almost you, all of them. Almost all of them? Yeah. Yeah, you need to freaking send all of these to me. Okay. I got Annabelle Creation for six bucks. Yeah, not that one. <laughs> <laughs> you can keep that code. <laughs> uh, Murder on the Orient Express for six bucks. Ooh, that's a good movie. Yeah. Uh, Super Troopers two for only four dollars. I haven't seen the first one. Did I ha- you? I ha- uh, I haven't finished it yet because I had to I had to be somewhere right in the middle watching it. But what I saw far as what I saw in the first one, I really really enjoyed. So I need to finish it. I heard the sequel's not as great, but for four dollars i couldn't turn that down yeah yeah uh and then i got ready player one for six bucks wait you already have that one no i don't yeah then how the hell do i have the code for ready player one yeah 
I swear I did not buy that movie. I'm pretty sure that you did. Because I have the code for it, and I'm... Unless Bronson bought it, because dude, me and him Bron- share the account, but... I think you... I think Bronson bought it. Because, yeah, dude, I didn't buy... Because, like, I didn't love it, so I didn't want to pay full price for it. Huh. I mean, but for six bucks, I'll pay that. <laughs> yeah, so send me the code for it Kay. anyway. Okay. Because some whenever Bronson actually realizes that whatever movie he buys goes into my collection. Ah, uh, okay. <laughs> so whenever he's like, yeah, disconnect that. Then I get, I still get that movie. Um, and then this was a surprise because this was a Best Buy exclusive steelbook, but I found it at Target for seven dollars. I found the steelbook for the Hunger Games Mockingjay Part Two, which was the only steelbook I needed to finish them all off on steelbook. So I was That's very happy to find that, considering it's going for over like close to thirty bucks on eBay. So wow! I was like, hell yeah. And then uh, the last one I picked up, and so there's a story behind this one. So I went to, um, sorry, so I went to uh, Walmart on Black Friday, and uh, as I was going, and I went with uh, friend Sammy and Sierra, um, and as we were walking down uh, the displays in the PS4 section, I saw Red Dead Redemption 2, and I'm like, shit, it's not on sale. You gotta be freaking kidding me. And I saw it, and it was the Steelbook. And I'm like, wait, what? That was only the, in the Ultimate Edition. And that was over 100 bucks. And it was going for 59 bucks. I'm like, you got to be shitting me. I just bought this game, regular version, not the Steelbook. You have got to be kidding me. <laughs> so being the person that I was, and I knew I was going to regret it if I didn't pick it up for Black Friday, I picked it up and told myself, you know what? I'm going to buy it, and I'm going to sell my other version. And... Um, I was able to sell my other version, and I'm a happy camper because I have the Steelbook version now. So, so you went with Sammy? Yeah, I went with Sammy and Sierra. It's Did like, they even try and talk you out of it? No, they actually kind of encouraged it. <laughs> <laughs> They're like, you can just sell your other copy. Come on, just get it. So I would have at least tried to talk you out of it. Why? Not, well, why? I'm not – no, just – I said try. I wouldn't have done a very good job, but I would have, like, tried. I mean, well, that's just me. I don't, I don't, no, I don't get paying super, like, a ton for Unfair. video games unless it's Marvel-related. It's just a gorgeous steelbook, and I haven't even played this game yet, and I know it's so great because uh, my coworker, JC, like, literally, he, like, he's has had nothing bad to say about the game. Um, so even though I haven't played it yet, I had to have the steelbook because it's, and it's my first steelbook I've ever had for a video game. Fair enough. So yeah, it, I think it was definitely worth it. And, uh, the reason why I haven't played the game yet is because I told myself I need to finish Spider-Man first before I play Red Dead 2. And I'm really working on that. I'm only like 25% done. <laughs> I'll get there eventually. Um, but there was one, uh, that I did return and it's just because I heard it wasn't the best Lego game, and I just didn't really need it. I returned Lego The Incredibles. Did you? Yeah. Did you even get to play it? No. Uh, oh, I well, paid... that's disappointing. Yeah. I, I wanted mean, to see how they did with that game. Yeah. I mean, I paid 25 bucks, so I'm sure like maybe in like the next year we'll probably go down to 20 Most Lego games always do, so. Yeah. yeah. I'll play it eventually. But dude, that one was one of the games that Lego was releasing that I had, eh, 
think feelings about. I mean, it didn't get the best reviews either. It didn't. I mean, I mean yeah. I, th- they said it was fine. I th- uh, I mean, like it, the way that they did it worked, but they kind of felt like it was not really that much needed. Yeah, I mean, because you can only go so far. You get like we weren't introduced to any of the other superheroes, so it really it was just like you would be playing as the Incredibles and all these vi- heroes that we didn't care that much about. Yeah, that's true. The only one you really cared about from the new batch was Void. That was it. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Everyone else was just kind of disposable. Yeah, seriously. Like, they really were. So. Well, that's disappointing. Yeah. So that was my Black Friday haul. Not a bad haul. Yeah. You freaking made out like a bandit. I did. Very proud of my haul. Ooh, I forgot. I actually do have one more movie coming. Thing Arise Monday. I think I paid five bucks for it. The Death of Superman. I really the animated it. movie. Yeah. I, ooh. ooh. Yeah, I'm excited to see that one. Yeah. yeah. You need to send that one to me too. Uh, we'll do, man. Dude, you need yeah. to like all of these. I will. Like I, ASAP. Yes, sir. Yeah, because I have I don't have anything to do this weekend. Okay, I'll I'll open them all. Work. Either I'll open them either tomorrow or either tonight or tomorrow, and I'll send you all the codes. Nice. All right, cool. Um, sticking in the realm of Blu-rays, Venom's coming out soon. Yeah. And the steelbooks for that look amazing. Yes, especially because they're pop art. So I think it really, really fits. Yeah, absolutely. Um, and then the Target exclusive is a storybook, I believe. Dude, I don't get the storybook thing. I think some it works for some. Like, I think it definitely worked for Christopher Robin. That's why I definitely picked that one up. Right. Because I mean, but course. they did that with Deadpool. Deadpool. That's 2. true. Yeah, that's true. They did. I mean, that's just like Target's thing. It's that's always weird. a storybook. It's an odd. I'm thing. trying to remember what Walmart's is. Because I know Walmart has an exclusive as well. Do does Walmart usually have exclusives or is it just they for certain? They sometimes get them. Oh, okay, so uh, you get a, a retro Venom action figure. That's kind of well, that's, that's kind of cool. That is, I mean, but I like I'll always choose a steel book over anything. But I just have to decide now: do I want it on regular Blu-ray or 4K? Because they're giving me the option. Shit. <laughs> Ah, do I need Venom in 4K, even though I don't have a 4K player? You're going to eventually, aren't you? Uh, yeah, that's... Just, ah, damn it. <sighs> there goes $35. <laughs> yeah, dude. 4K is going to be your your best friend. I think... No, it's already my worst enemy. Yeah. I mean, but imagine how good the movie's going to look eventually. That's true. That's why I'm I'm glad that uh, Marvel, like, where when it comes to their steelbooks, uh, for uh, up until Black Panther, they had it to where you could pick between regular Blu-ray and 4K. But when Age of Ultron, or not Age of Ultron, sorry, Infinity War came out, you can only do 4K, and I'm glad they did because I feel I need to see Infinity War in 4K alone. Like, I bet that movie looks gorgeous. Oh my gosh, no kidding, dude. Yeah, we need to do uh, before the. Avengers 4 comes out. Yeah, we, we have to do a Marvel marathon. Maybe not of all of them. Of like ones that like are like the like big of ones. Of course, the definitely the the Avengers. Yeah, of course. And maybe Civil War. 
Yeah, Civil War. Uh, what else was very? I think that that could be it. Yeah, that's really. Well, I don't know Ragnarok like kind of like leads into Infinity War. True. It's like that's well like, that okay. Let's do that then. We'll do Avengers, Age of Ultron, Civil War, Thor Ragnarok, and then, then Infinity then, War. Okay. And then we'll finish it all off with Avengers Four. I think I told you this because uh, after seeing Avengers Infinity War, whenever I watch Thor Ragnarok. And there's that scene at the end when you see Thanos' ship rising. I think I told you this. It's like, I kind of like, it's like sad, but like at the same time, like I'm just like, ah, oh, that like really sucks. They have no idea what's coming. They have no idea that they're all <laughs> going to be wiped out by Thanos in the Black Order. Dude, that's how I feel about watching all of the Avengers movie or the, the Marvel movies now. Uh, Even like Iron Man, I'm like, oh, you have no idea what you're going to go through. Uh, <laughs> Like you have no idea that Ebony Ma is gonna give you a nice speech of how you've been saved <laughs> by the Great Titan. I'm like, okay, wow, you guys, are, yeah, okay. And Doctor Strange, where he's, oh, I was I was watching that one a couple of days ago, um, and I was just like, oh, you don't know what's gonna happen to you. <laughs> uh, like everything's so sad. <laughs> Freaking hell, I love Marvel. Oh, I know. Um, I think that concludes our adventures in hunting, unless you got anything else. No, huh? Oh, um, even though we talked about it, like, when it was first announced, I did pick up the uh, Thanos versus Captain America movie moment from Hot Topic on Black Friday, because they had it on sale for 26 bucks, regularly 33 I think. How's so, it look in person? Oh, it looks fantastic. Like out of the box, fantastic, or you're oh. not quite ready for that. Uh, I'm not quite ready for that. <laughs> why do you think I? Uh, why do you think I still picked out like the best condition box? <laughs> well, it's hard to break old habits. It is. It really is. Maybe someday. <laughs> well, moving to our through the wall news, uh, Rose. I don't know anything sure. about Red Dead Online. No, he doesn't. But, so, tell us about it. So, basically, uh, Rockstar, let me pull up the information. Uh, where the hell is it? Um, so, they have officially um, released a beta version of Red Dead Redemption 2 that is in limiting ca- limited capacity. Uh, that was um, became available yesterday, November 27th. Um, but the only way that you would be able to play it is if you played Red Dead Redemption 2 from the 26th to the 29th of October. Um, and then if you didn't, you have to wait until November 30th when it uh, becomes available to all players. Mm. So I'm hoping that it doesn't have like a rough start as much as Grand Theft Auto Online did because I know there were like a lot of like glitches and stuff when it came to... Yeah, GTA the, Online. The same thing was the with Skyrim Online. Yeah, that was. I think that had a rough start, and with games like that, like I I see the appeal of playing online, but I only like playing online with friends. Oh yeah, same. Like I only played Grand Theft Auto Five with Bronson. Yeah. Um, but Skyrim, I 
I would hate playing Skyrim with people. Dude, if you play Grand Theft Auto Online by yourself, it's literally the purge. Like, yeah, no shit. I'll be like just walk, like literally in game for twenty seconds, and I'm dead. Like, damn, people, like shit. Dude, there was some dude I swore was like some hacker because he kept running over me yeah. with his car. And they would back up, and I would spawn, and he was, like, hunting me. It was, like, crazy. So, we were out. He freaking killed me. So, I spawned somewhere, and then I was walking down this bridge, and he his car pulls around the corner. I'm like, what the shit? And then he hits me and runs me over again, and I'm like, you asshole. And then I spawn in, the, like, the exact same spot, and then he was just, like, sitting there with a freaking rocket launcher just waiting to blow me up every single time I spawned i'm just like f this game (laughs) (laughs) i freaking hate playing there was a guy that like literally just kept backing over me every single time i respond i'm like yeah screw this i'm never playing gta online again unless like i'm actually playing with friends yeah i i would always do like a private match between me and bronson yeah but i don't play skyrim i i i think i tried playing skyrim online but I I just couldn't get into it. Yeah. Cause people were assholes too. So I was just like, you know what? I I'm cool just playing Skyrim by myself. <laughs> <laughs> and I'm super pumped for Elder Scrolls Six. But that's another story. Late for later. So what are you gonna be able to do in Red Dead Online? Is it's it gonna, just like playing Red Dead? Yeah, basically just like GTA Online, like, you know, you build your own character. You can get your own property, uh, basically like build yourself up, I guess, um, throughout the wild, wild west. That's kind of cool. Yeah, I think it'd be fun. And especially like coming from Rockstar, where I literally think everything they touch is gold. <laughs> um, it, it'd be interesting to see like how far they can take Red Dead Online. It'll be interesting. If it starts off rough and gets better through time, I might get it. Yeah, that's how GTA Online was so well, well the only out. way i'll be able to do it all or the only way i'll get it is if they eventually get it so it's like a cross-platform so xbox and playstation people can play hasn't like xbox said they'd be down for that but playstation's like no no yeah because playstation people are assholes excuse me you heard me <laughs> bitch no, because Sony doesn't like to share. Yeah, they don't. So, agree. dude, I think if Sony and Microsoft were to team up, they could release one bitchin' console. They really could. And I feel if they were able to do cross-compatibility, online playing would skyrocket. Hell yeah, it would. Uh, yeah. But th- that would be the only way I would get it, is if it cross-platform and... If I could, like, so I could play with you. So that's the only way you would play Red Dead Online, or that's the yeah. only way you would actually get Red Dead Redemption 2? No, I'll I'll probably pick up Red Dead Redemption 2. Probably not anytime soon. Like when it, like, drops down at, like, 30 bucks? Yeah. Okay. So probably around that time, I'll pick it up so I can play it. Okay. Because I don't have to play online, do I? No. It's a single player? Yeah, it's single player. All right, cool. So, yeah, I'll do that. But the only way I'll do online is if I could set up, like, a private match, and it could just be me and you or 
Bronson or Coy or whoever else wanted in. Like I said, yeah. But otherwise, no thank you. I get that. I get you. Um, so Spider-Man Into the Spider-Verse is doing friggin' amazing. Yes, it is. On Rotten Tomatoes. Let me pull up the critical consensus. Yeah, so it is sitting right now at 100%, mm-hmm. and it has 44 reviews. Uh, let me make sure. Yep, 44 reviews. 44 reviews. That's freaking amazing. Mm-hmm. Extremely amazing. Um, and so the critical consensus for Spider-Man Into the Spider-Verse says, Spider-Man Into the Spider-Verse matches bold storytelling with striking animation for a purely enjoyable adventure with heart, humor, and plenty of superhero action. I'm excited, dude. Oh, dude, me too. I'm hoping that they introduce more than just the Spider-Man that we've seen. Yeah. Just, like, even if they're not, like, fully in the movie, I want it to be, like, centered around the group that we've seen. I, I think I've heard that it's, like, definitely, uh, like, the three main you get to see a lot of are Gwen Stacy, Peter Parker, and Miles Morales. I'm, like, I'm happy with that. Like, uh, Spider-Man Noir, Spider-Ham, and then, oh, what is the other one? I don't know. I, I just call her Spider. There you go, Spider. Uh, they get their moments to shine, but they're like the uh, they're kind of like they're definitely like side characters to those three, which I can understand that. I mean, more people know those three when it comes to the Spider-Man universe. Like, I didn't know a lot about Spider Ham until this movie came out, and <laughs> I didn't actually even know about uh, Spider-Man Noir until this movie. I knew about Spider-Man Noir because I played Shattered Dimensions. Ah, uh, yeah, see, I never played that game. At least... Yeah, it's it's Shattered Dimensions. Um, yep, I, yep, you're right. My favorite missions were the Spider-Man Noir. Oh. I love stealth. Yeah. And, like, it, it shows in every game that I play, other than, like, Lego. Because in, uh, in Skyrim, my... I boost up my illusion so I can be stealthier. I can like silence myself, makes myself invisible, all this other crap. Okay. And then with um, like any game, like even like I'm super good at sniper games. Yeah. Because I'm super stealthy. <laughs> like I went. Th- so have you? You've seen Sniper Elite Four, right? No, I have not. You haven't seen gameplay or anything. Nope. Okay, so it's this. It's the, it's a sniper game. It's a shooter up, uh, kind of a third person shooter. Um, but I once snuck around an entire level without firing my weapon and killed everyone in the freaking map. Damn, dude. Yeah, it took me like three hours to do, but <laughs> I freaking did it. Like I'm super good at stealth, dude. I, I think what was it the other day? There was a mission in Spider-Man that had you like they wanted you to like use stealth to the best of your advantage. So you had to like stealth (laughs) take down the snipers, and I got all of them thankfully. But yeah, I was I was like trying to like get like the last one. He like spotted me and started shooting. I'm like, ah, screw it, you know. And I just went like full in. (laughs) That's awesome. Yeah, I'm super good at stealth shit. 
I can be good sometimes, but I mean, you're probably definitely better than I am. Just because I have more practice. Yeah. Dude, Bronson hates playing that sniper game with me. Really? Yeah, because I, I have a. You can set up a an outfit, and my outfits I have one for each one that matches the environment I'm in. Yeah. And so I always set the map to be in like night force, and I'm in like a ghillie suit. And Bronson will like see me, and I'll be running, and then I'll stop in the middle of a tree, like because you can walk through the trees. It's super weird how the hmm. game works, but I'll stop in the middle of the tree, and then Bronson will just lose me. And he's like, where the hell'd you go? <laughs> All right. And I, I love doing that to him. But anyway. So I forgot how we got onto this, but this is why I love Spider Man Noir. <laughs> Super stealthy. I love doing his missions. Um I think the only mission I didn't like doing of his was the one that he with Vulture. Because it was like 1940s era, hmm. and it was it was creepy. He was like the vulture was like a cannibal. Yeah, that's a little too far for me. Yeah, it was like gangster shit, and mm. ugh, still creeps can me we go, out. Can we go with the Michael Keaton vulture? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So yeah, I'm I'm excited. Oh. I, I'm I'm happy that they're following those main three though yeah me too especially i cannot wait to see miles morales's story dude me Gold. either i'm super excited and i've been i've been pretty excited to see like an adult peter parker on the big screen and i think jake johnson is perfectly cast as him so i don't know it's like a tie for like those two of what i'm most excited for in this game not in this game this movie <laughs> This could be a great game. Dude, it would make an amazing game. <laughs> <laughs> but I want to see a lot from Spider-Ham. I do, too. I love John Mulaney. That's who's playing his voice? Yeah. Oh, shit. Yeah, John. I love his comedy. And I'm super... I love the concept of Spider-Ham. And he has literally the best line that has ever been spoken in any of the trailers. Yep. Um, so funny story last Christmas, we were at my aunt's doing this family Christmas party mm -hmm. and they were doing a white elephant. And one of the white elephant gifts that I opened was a pig onesie. It wait. Okay. Didn't, did I see a picture of you wearing that on Facebook or was that like a hoodie? So it looked like a hoodie. Okay. But I put it I put it on and it was all types of tight. But I wanted to turn that into a Spider-Ham costume. Oh my god. <laughs> or a Peter Porker costume for this Halloween. Uh, but what stopped I, you? Uh, work. Ah, oh, damn. I I might I might still do it. Do I ha it. I have it in my uh in my closet. Do it. Please do it. <laughs> I think that would be hilarious. You got almost a whole year, man. Yeah. And Peter Parker wouldn't be very, super hard to do. No. Uh, Just need to figure out something for Brielle to do. <laughs> yeah, I don't know what really ties into Peter Porker. 
we'll figure it out. Yeah. Um, I think that's all we got through with or through the wall news, right? Yeah, that's that's it. We're super hyped for the movie. Oh, We're yes. definitely going to be seeing it opening day. Oh or yeah, night. opening night. Well, technically opening night. Opening night's Thursday, but Caleb works early in the morning, so yeah, the, we got to see it opening t- day. Depending on how that Friday goes, I'm. Oh wait, I'm not going to find out until like. Yeah. Thursday night. Yeah, that's what sucks. <laughs> Crap. All right, whatever. Yeah. We'll figure it out. Um. Jumping to this. Oh, wait, no. We still got the Russo brothers. Oh, whoops. Heh. So the Russo brothers were on... how much we're mad at them. Which is pretty yeah, we are mad at them. <laughs> They're apparently done directing Avengers movies and, unless they get to do Secret Wars. Which... Kevin Feige, please? <laughs> yeah. I don't want to lose would, these guys. That'd make an amazing arc. Mm-hmm. So, I want to see that. But they also said that we're not – the trailer was supposed to come out soon or was reported to come out soon. But then they're just like, yeah, well, the trailer might not be coming soon, but something will happen soon. And we don't know what the hell that means. We just want our damn trailer. I'm trying to bet the soon is like the teaser poster. Dude, I will freaking like – kill someone yeah. if it's if all we get is the damn teaser well i mean poster. at least we'll like get the name of the movie and i mean they always make the a's look cool for the teaser posters that's true i dude if that's all we get is another avengers a with the that's title what, that's what all the posters are always just the avengers yeah a. just yeah the teaser poster is always the a i don't like that i I think that's the proper way to do an Avengers movie teaser poster. It's just the A, the, uh, t- well, they didn't put Infinity War. They put Infinity and then May Fourth. Um, and I still find that funny that like Tom Holland spoiled that, which I mean I I'm pretty sure it was like it was staged. Yeah, it was staged. It was still really funny. I would love to see them do that kind of thing again. Um, but I mean if that's all we get soon, I'm fine with that. At least we'll get some hint into what the or we'll get what the subtitle will be dude you know be hilarious if they i know that they would never do this <laughs> not without like supervision from like benedict cumberbatch or don Cheadle, <laughs> but putting mark ruffalo and tom holland on like a tonight show with like either jimmy kimmel or jimmy fallon <laughs> oh i mean with uh with Mark Ruffalo, he was on Jimmy Fallon and apparently spoiled the entire movie. So we hear. I don't know it just bleeps that. out everything that he says, which was dumb. But I want Hulk to be in it, dude. That's all I want. I, just I want, want Hulk and Hawkeye. Ronin. There's so many things that I want from this movie. Oh, dude, same. I want Hulk to interact with Spider-Man. I want Iron Man to meet Rocket. Yes. Because <laughs> I'm pretty sure he's going to flip the shit out. Yeah. I want Captain America and Bucky to fight side by side more. Mm-hmm. Because with agree. this one, it was only mostly, or with Infinity War, it was mostly focused around Captain America and Black Panther fighting together. Yeah, it really was. I wish it was more Bucky. Yeah. Um, 
if we don't get that, I want more Falcon and Bucky. <laughs> I hear that like that's up in the air for uh, when Disney gets their own streaming service to have that be one of their shows. Bucky Falcon and, and Bucky. I, that would be an amazing show. Yeah. But yeah, um, all the people that they don't think can hold their own movies are getting their own like little mini series. So Clint. I don't know if they're going to give one to Clint because I think he could hold his own movie if he they wanted to. That's true. Hawkeye could. But, like, I th- Loki's getting one. Scarlet Witch is getting one. Oh, did you hear what the Russos came out today and said? Like, how Loki is dead? F me! <laughs> <laughs> like, no, he's dead. Like, Loki is... He's completely dead. That's bullshit. Fan I don't fan. believe it. <laughs> Why? It's freaking Loki in disguise. <laughs> I I'm not believing it until we never see Tom Hiddleston again. Dude, honestly, and I know it sounds horrible, but I kind of hope that he did just because I think he went out in such a noble way. Or I don't you- know. I think he went out quick. Yeah, but, I mean, this is Thanos we're talking about. Yeah. I mean, If they're like- doing time travel stuff, yeah. there's no way that Loki's not coming back. That's true. There's no freaking way. <laughs> Dude, like, literally, the first ten minutes of Infinity War, my mouth was just, like, wide open. Because, like, two major characters die. Just like f- freaking that. <laughs> yeah. Dude, like, it's almost... Shit. Like, it's kind of like with Thor Ragnarok was setting the trend. Yeah, Because right? when they were killing off the the Warriors 3, yeah. and it was, like, freaking like that. And you're just like, oh! Yeah, the Russos were probably like, oh, we can do better. <laughs> Well played, take a Watiti. Challenge accepted. <laughs> and dude, like the moment when he's like, he holds up the Infinity Gala and he's like, no resurrections this time. I'm like, ah, shit. Ah, uh, yeah, Heimdall and Loki ain't coming back. Is it technically a resurrection if they go back in time and change shit? Because how are they going to explain Captain America's new suit? That's a good point. Like with the, the scales or with the scale looking stuff on it? How are they going to explain that without time travel? Well, he changes his costume every damn movie, so I don't know. It's not that <laughs> hard. That's another thing I don't like. I don't like how they change his costume. Dude, like... I mean, at least we've gone from, like, bright and vibrant in the first Avengers to, like, how it looks now. Which yeah. Which looks great. I, I love how it came from now, but could it, like, how it is now. But how... Why would they... I don't know. Why wouldn't they just stick with the the suit? Like, they're doing the same thing with Spider-Man. The first one, or in Civil War, we got the, the Spider-Man suit. Like, yeah. the official one. Spider-Man Homecoming, he went from the Spider-Man suit to his homemade suit. And I loved the homemade suit. Oh, me too. I love it. And that. then it, back to the normal suit, which, yeah. super pumped. And in Infinity War, he was in the Iron Spider suit yeah. most of the time. And then in Far From Home, he's in that new black and red one. It looks awesome, but I wish they would just stick with one suit. Speaking of Spider-Man's costume, uh, I I finally unlocked the the, uh, Spider-Man Homecoming suit in Spider-Man, and it looks great. Nice. I love playing in that one. The homemade one? Yeah. No, not the homemade one. The one that we first saw in Civil War. Oh, okay. That one? Yeah. Looks great. Oh. I need that game. Yes, you do. Um, but yeah, 
like I just wish that they would stick with one suit. Like we did fine with him in just the the same suit in Sam Raimi's Spider-Man. Yeah, huh? Uh-huh. In the Amazing Spider-Man, we freaking told them like, "No, you need to fix this." Yeah, I'm really <laughs> glad that they changed that one because yeah. I loved the suit in the Amazing Spider-Man too. Yeah, and I love the the Civil War suit. Oh yeah, me too. And I I bummed out that I have to call it the Civil War suit. I wish I could just say the MCU Spider-Man suit, but yeah. then they're just like, which one? And it's That's either the homemade, the Iron Spider, or... At least in Spider-Man Homecoming, though, that suit looked way less CGI. Yeah. I don't know. I just wish Spider-Man would just stay in his one suit. I, I, I completely agree. Because I love the Civil War suit. I think it fits well into the MCU, and I wish they would just keep that one. Yeah, but no, they have to freaking change it. Well, hopefully with Far From Home, he keeps that damn one. Yeah. <laughs> like, just, just stick with one, Marvel. <laughs> I, like, I, I don't... I don't think that's in, like... <laughs> like, when someone signs up to be their character, just know that every single movie, you will be changing costumes. There's no doubt about it. Yeah. Like... The only one that makes sense for his suit constantly changing is Iron Man. I absolutely agree. That's the only one that makes sense. But the stipulation with that, we need to see those previous suits stored somewhere. (laughs) Yeah. Like, anytime he goes home, that suit needs to be there. (laughs) (laughs) Or some other, like how they set it up in Iron Man 3. We got to see the old suits. Yeah. Captain America, I get it. We didn't want the super bright and star-spangled man with a plan. I mean, I didn't hate that costume, though. No, I I didn't hate it either. It worked well with the first Avengers. Yeah, but I like how they modernized it. Yeah. I I dig how it looks now. Thor's, they can't seem to make up their mind whether he gets sleeves or not. (laughs) What he looked at the end of Infinity War, that that is probably my favorite look of Thor. Like, Mm -hmm. honestly, I think... Chris Hemsworth's Thor looks better with short hair than long hair. I do too. I I'm on the fence whether or not I would prefer him with a helmet. That's fair, but I mean, I'll take it as it is. Black Panther should never get another suit change. But it's Wakanda. Aren't they supposed to be improving? Yeah, they are, but the I don't know. He shouldn't get another suit change. I mean, I get you. I mean, like, like unless they go to, for the the comic book styled, that would be awesome. Give him his cape and everything. Oh, that would be <laughs> legit. Yeah, I could get behind that. But like, there's like some characters that like, even though he's my favorite, I'm like, like Hawkeye is changing costume every single time. Because in the first one he has no sleeves. Second one he goes from the like coat back to the no sleeves, and then in Civil War, which was my favorite costume of his is his bow hand has a sleeve but then uh his uh not one is short sleeved and then i don't know what ronan's gonna look like for avengers 4 his makes sense it does for the different like hawkeyes it his makes sense okay the the one that he was wearing in avengers is the one that he was kind of wearing throughout yeah the one that he was wearing i mean we didn't get really get to see him that much in thor no, I mean, that one was, was just, just really, a shield outfit. Yeah, it wasn't really in his Hawkeye costume. Um, the one 
at the beginning of the Avenger or Age of Ultron yeah. made sense because it was cold. Yeah, and he even still wore that one uh, at during the Battle of Sokovia, but like more, like halfway into the battle, he did take it off and went back to the short sleeves again. Yeah. Some suit changes make sense. Yeah. Black Widow's doesn't. Does or doesn't? Doesn't. Yeah. Okay. Her, sh- she should have been in the exact same suit that she was in. I think it's in really Iron not Man a 3. suit change for her. It's more like a hair change for Black Widow. The hair change I can get, I can get behind. Okay. It's the suit, like the one where she's has like the blue stuff going around her. I would have loved I them like to keep that. that one. That should have been her suit from day one. Right. But what the hell was she wearing in? infinity war her disguise it was like green it was green and black yeah well i mean she's she looked more like hydra than she did (laughs) she's trying not to draw any attention to herself yeah i get that but still black widows always had red hair true but if you're trying to hide from the government and red hair is very distinguishable i don't blame her for going blonde well if that was true wouldn't she have gotten her and cap wouldn't have would have gotten caught by crossbones in Winter Soldier. You can still blend in with red hair. That's a good point. I think the thing that would have given her away is her traveling with some dude with a big-ass freaking shield. And a big-ass star on his chest. <laughs> Excellent point as well. Like, there's no reason for you to dye your hair. Ugh. <laughs> oh. Anyway, I digress. Actually, no, I don't. The only so from now on, Vision suit. I'm I like how they they stick the same with that. Yeah. Ant Man makes sense that they switch his suit. Yes. Captain Marvel, when we finally get her movie, she needs to be in that suit until freaking Brie Larson's done. Because that, like, she has no reason to change. No, she doesn't. I I agree. Yeah. I can go on and on and on about this. I've noticed. I'm just kidding. But they just have to keep being like, ooh, this is an upgrade. Like, ooh, your suit goes from, like, dark blue to even darker blue. When it comes to, like, Captain America. Anyway, before I get more upset, let's move on. (laughs) Yeah, Caleb's rant and rave. Uh, This week's sneak peeks, we got a trailer for The Lion King. Which was The live-action Lion King. And, oh, so good. It was like a shot for shot. It was, and I think that works in its favor. Mm-hmm. Like people were saying, it's not original enough. Well, if they change too much of it, do you know how many people would be mad? <laughs> like Lion King is held as one of the greatest, if not the greatest, animated film of all time. Yeah, it's so. Brielle told me that apparently in Disney's will, in Walt Disney's will, th- they want or he wants Disney to update and remake the classics every 10 years or like remake a classic every 10 years, which 
eh. I don't see Walt Disney saying something like that. Yeah, I I took it with a grain of salt, but Huh. But this trailer was good. Oh, it was. James Earl Jones's voice. Oh. Many people have said that and I agree that they couldn't have done a live action Lion King if James Earl Jones wasn't still alive because no. no one can play Mufasa except for him. I'm trying to think of someone that could don't, don't even try to think of anybody. No. Idris Elba. Damn it, I hate you. <laughs> That's someone that could have taken over. Yeah, James, he would have done a really good job. I hate you. I hate you. But the cast is amazing. What I find funny is, did you read the comments at all? No. <laughs> a lot of the comments were, love the trailer, it was great, until I read Beyonce was in the movie. I'm like, damn, guys. Who's she supposed to play? Nala? She's play- yeah, she's playing Nala. I'm, how much you want to bet she sings? Oh, dude, I, I don't want to bet anything because I'll, yeah, she, yeah. I would be okay, like, in if a freaking, her, if Nala starts singing, I'm going to be mad. I'm sure if she put- they put one of Beyonce's songs yeah. in the movie, I'm okay with that. She probably, like, Bet you this, she probably takes over for "I Just Can't Wait to Be King." Screw Simba on that track. <laughs> Nala takes it over. I could see that because I'm sure. I mean, yeah, Donald Glover can sing, right? Yeah, yeah, he, he can. He sings. Okay, he used the "This Is America" song. Oh yeah, that's true. So then, yeah, so Beyonce really has no reason to interrupt him when it comes to "Just Can't Wait to Be King." Dude, there is a scene in. This show that he's in community, yeah, th- where he's singing the somewhere out there song, huh? And it is hilarious. But I'll, I'll show you after. Okay. After this, I'm this. I wasn't super excited that they were going to remake Lion King. I feel it's Disney's like, it's their biggest gamble when it comes to live action remakes. Because I feel uh, it's the anime movie that means the most to people. And I know like Beauty and the Beast was a big deal, but I don't feel it's as big as The Lion King. Yeah, this, Lion- this one's huge. This is the crowning jewel of Disney animation. If this movie doesn't do well... They should never do another live-action movie. I see... Yeah, I see them stopping... Even though stopping. Aladdin is in works. Yeah, I see them stopping after Aladdin and Dumbo. Yeah. If Lion King doesn't do well. Yeah. But if Lion King does well, I think they're going to freaking hit the gas. Mm-hmm. Well, and I I have a lot of faith in this movie just because it's Jon Favreau again. And what he brought to the Jungle Book was absolutely fantastic. So I cannot wait to see what he does with The Lion King. Yeah. Jungle Book was actually one of my least favorite Disney movies. I can understand that. Um I just grew up a lot watching it, like more than some of the other Disney movies, so it, it holds a special place in my heart. I had the same thing. I grew up watching it a lot, but it was because Koi wouldn't shut it off. Oh, And okay. so I just kind of got sick of the movie. Okay, all right. That's fair. Yeah, so, but Lion King, I, I can't get enough of. No, me neither. And I'm excited to see wh- how they do this. Yeah. Because if it's... If they do a shot for shot f- with this movie, that would be pretty sweet. 
Yeah, I I mean I hope I'm sure Jan Jan John Favreau is gonna add his like own mix of things, like add some new things. But I don't think he's gonna try to stray too far from the source material. Yeah, and I don't think he should. Yeah, I'm excited to see how Donald Glover. I'm sounds. I'm really excited to see how uh, Seth Rogen does as Pumbaa. Oh my gosh, dude! Um, when I saw that, I was. You not a fan of the casting? I, I'm a big fan. I'm a fan of everyone except maybe Beyonce. Okay, but Seth Rogen is Pumbaa. I don't know. I like, Who's playing Timon? Am I the only one that is like happy that he's playing Pumbaa? It seems. Uh, I, uh, I don't know who's playing Timon. Let me check. I feel like it should be James Franco. <laughs> right? <laughs> or Jonah Hill. Uh, uh, Jonah Hill would be a good one. No, nah, I'd rather have James Franco do it. Yeah. Um, yeah, who's playing Who's playing Timon? Billy Eichner. Billy Eichner? Yeah. Who's that? He is in Neighbors 2, the Angry Birds movie. Uh, that's really the biggest things that he's known for. Yeah, let me see a picture of him. Okay. Oh! I know him. He is in... Oh, shit. He is the gay friend in that show that uh, Key did. And with um, Colby Smolders, Friends from College. Never seen it. On Netflix. Is it good? It's, it's a show. Yeah, he's... Okay. Uh, I thought it was good. Okay, I'll I think it, it handled a lot of different issues really well. Okay, I'll just check it out. Um, yeah, it was. I he was good. He was also I want to say in Parks and Rec. Ooh, that's a great show. I think he may have been in some. No, I thought he was in New Girl for a second. I want to say Parks and Rec. Okay. But I like his his voice. He does a. I thought his voice was a lot different than. Like what it really sounds like. Really. Yeah, because he's super good with voices. So, so do you I, think he'll do a good job as Timon? I think he'll do a good job. Okay. But you're just still a little hesitant with Seth Rogen for Pumbaa. Yeah. Right? Okay. Especially if Pumbaa laughs. <laughs> Because it's just going to be like, okay, that's just Seth Rogen. <laughs> Crap, now I can't get that image out of my head of Seth Rogen's coming out of his mouth. Yeah, we'll see. But I'm, Shit, I'm, I can't get I'm that pumped. out of my head. <laughs> oh, that's funny. Dude, someone needs to make a compilation of just Seth Rogen's laughs on Pumbaa's body. Oh, just imagine. So, uh, okay. We don't have any more, so I think the, 
I think the number one spot of stuff that we're most excited to see with the trailers is obviously Lion King. Yeah. And that's, like, up there for my most anticipated 2019 anyway. Yeah. I want to see more. I do, too. I definitely want to see, like, like the voice cast voice coming out of these animals. Yeah. For I'm like, I'm, like, I'm sold, but I want to be, like, truly sold. Yeah. So. Me, too. You think Seth Rogen's going to sing Akuna Matata? I sure hope so. That Dude. would be great. <laughs> uh, uh, this, this is going to be interesting. Yeah, for sure. All right. Well, that... I think that concludes all of our... This week's sneak peeks and every other bit of news that we got. Yep. So... Let's jump to our main event of the evening. What do you say? Let's do it. It's time! Time for the main event. Let's play game. Alright, so this breakdown we're going to do is for the Spongebob movie. It's the Spongebob Squarepants the movie. Sp- what? Is it the Squirt? Yeah, it's the SpongeBob SquarePants movie, not just the SpongeBob movie. The Sp- the SpongeBob movie is the second one. The SpongeBob movie, Sponge Out of Water. Oh. Okay. That's you confusing. Seen... Uh, I don't think so. This is the one, or uh, I sure hope I'm thinking of the right one. I sure hope you are too. This is the one with. The with King Neptune, right? Yep, yeah, yeah, this is one. Okay, so I know this one. Okay, phew. <laughs> I've had to have a switcheroo. So this is this movie's coming from two very different perspectives. And this yes. is to honor the creator of the great and wonderful SpongeBob SquarePants. Mr. Steven Hillenberg. Yeah. Who actually I did not know directed the first Spongebob movie. I don't know how I didn't know that. I Perfect way to to honor him today though what perfect way to honor him today I, though I, I um he there are very two very different perspectives on this rose grew up with spongebob yes i grew up in a household where i was not allowed to watch spongebob <laughs> my mom thought that it was going to dumb me down <laughs> and Seeing it, because I didn't get to watch it until I was like a teenager, that and sucks, she just kind of gave up on, <laughs> you know, trying to restrict us from watching shit. So I didn't get super into SpongeBob until maybe my mid-teens, like thirteen, fourteen. Damn, dude, that sucks. Yeah, uh, dude, because I remember like when I was like probably like. Four, between like four and six, me and my sister would always watch SpongeBob during the weekend. Like that would be our thing that we did, uh, like Saturday mornings. That was our go-to. So SpongeBob, like, truly means a lot to me. The character, the whole gang, the whole Bikini Bottom gang. Like, I, I grew up with these characters, and like, I consider, I, I do. I consider these characters family. Like, I, there's not like one character that like is like really important to the show that i don't love like i don't know like like even plankton like even though he's like a total asshole 
but I mean, there, there's still some like there's still some redeemable qualities, and uh, with Steven Hillenburg's writing, uh, there were some episodes to where you actually like fell for felt for Plankton, like all the crap that he's gone through, like what he's had to go through to try to get the Krusty Krab formula, not the Krusty Krab formula, I'm sorry, the Krabby Patty formula, uh, dealing with how badly the Chum Bucket has been, him growing up dealing with uh, Karen as a computer wife, just all this stuff. And just his character writing was just so great with every single character that was a main part of the show that, like, these characters just, like, grew on you in an instant. Yeah. Um, actually, while you were talking, I remembered that there, there were two different episodes of SpongeBob that we got to watch. And I think it was around when I was like nine or ten. Okay. And it was because my mom, for Christmas one year, bought us all these video nows. Oh, yeah. I remember those things. This tiny ass little (laughs) thing that you could put in a disc and watch a movie. But it didn't fit normal sized discs. You could only watch specially like special yeah. made discs so i had a blue one growing up mm-hmm. koi had a red one and then because they only sold them in red and blue or that was just the only colors my mom could find yeah she bought a special edition spongebob video now for bronson ah yeah that's awesome. and so that that SpongeBob came, or the, the, that video now came with a SpongeBob disc. Nice. So those were like the only two episodes that we ever got to see. Do you remember what episodes? Do I know? do remember what episodes. It was the because I watched it like Koi would turn it on. Koi is the bane of my existence with like certain shows. <laughs> So just because, just for other people's reference, Koi's my younger brother, my middle brother. Um, so it's me. I'm the oldest. Then Koi, then Bronson, and Koi would watch this thing over and over and over again. Kid and has I good taste. Wanted to snap. The first one. What are so. They weren't really episodes. It was like the little midsections or like two different. What do you call? Is that an episode? The little short because they were only like. Yeah, they they were were only like 12 minutes each. Okay. So, yeah. So two different episodes. The first one was. Whichever one where Squidward hurts his back. And with the with the bubbles, where they're talking in the bubbles, and then it's like floating across. Oh yeah! So that episode. Okay. And the other one was when he would, or when SpongeBob was singing to that guy in the the striped sweater. Oh gosh, that one. Yeah, those were the only two that we got to see. Okay. (laughs) <laughs> Those are two good ones. Very good ones. Dude, 
after watching them 50 times, I hate those episodes. Th- um. One of those episodes was on at a doctor's office, and I wanted to freaking, like, punch someone. The best time to wear a striped sweater <laughs> is all the time. <laughs> yeah, I wanted a freaking snap, dude. <laughs> like, it still gets to me. I cannot watch those episodes anymore. Like, I could watch any other That episode. sucks, because that one with, uh, when they're, like, blowing bubbles and, like, uh, Squidward is basically, like, making it to where, like, the ones that Patrick and Spongebob are sending to each other are getting pushed to the side and all the messages from Squidward are getting sent. Like, it's basically, basically making them hate each other. That was hilarious. Yeah, the, so, the, if you want to get my blood boiling. Play one of those episodes. No. Play just the clip of the mumbling noise that Squidward makes. <laughs> Just the little <laughs> I will freaking like snap like a freaking stick. Uh, oh my gosh, dude. Good to know. <laughs> like that was one of the parts I might on have at to the change doctor's that off. to your ringtone. Oh my gosh, Just... I will kill you. <laughs> So that those were the only two episodes of SpongeBob that I ever got to watch. Okay. And so when I got around 13, it took me a really long time to want to get into SpongeBob. Okay. That's fair. Like having only have to loop those two episodes over and over again. Yeah. I get that. So how old were you when you saw the SpongeBob SquarePants movie? The movie? Yeah. Uh I want to say 15? 15? Okay. So yeah. I was, because this came out in 2006, I believe. So I was, I think I was like eight or nine. Um, and I was, I did not go to see this movie in the theaters. Or wait, actually, wait, no, I think this movie came out earlier than that. Um, let's see, SpongeBob SquarePants movie. Oh, 2004, sorry. Um, so yeah, so I was seven, right? No, I was eight. I don't even know how to tell how old I was. <laughs> I'm going to do some math because I'm stupid. So I was nine. Okay. So I was not able to see this in theaters. Um, I can't remember why. Uh, I don't remember why. I think like maybe my grandma didn't want to take me or something like that. Um, but I remember going to Blockbuster the release day that it came out and buying my copy of it, buying the full screen version of the DVD. Because when I was a kid, we were into like the whole full screen. We hated widescreen, but yet like widescreen is definitely the better choice. Like full screen sucks. Yeah, we were super naive back yeah, then. Yeah, we really were. <laughs> but yeah, I remember picking this up day one and watching it like at least three times the day that I bought it because I loved this movie so much. Like. When they talk about like m- movies that were like a staple in your childhood, this is in the top five because of how much I love SpongeBob. And I, I thought the movie represented the character so well, and I loved the adventure that they sent uh, SpongeBob and Patrick on, and just like so many iconic lines that like I still quote today. Like me and my uh, coworker JC, like if we're bored, we'll just start quoting SpongeBob quotes, especially from this movie. <laughs> Like it's it's just so iconic and like this movie and just SpongeBob the SpongeBob series alone just holds a special place in my heart. Yeah, absolutely. Um, 
yeah, so I didn't get to see it, like I said, till I was around 15. Mm-hmm. And I probably haven't seen it for maybe a good year. Okay. Maybe longer. Did I send you the code for it? No. I didn't? Mm-mm. Shit, and I think the code already expired. I'll have to check. <laughs> Damn it, I'm sorry. Yeah. So, yeah, it's been... It's been a really long time, and I still can recall this movie fairly well. It's because it's that good. Like, I remember the the seaweed mustaches. Yes. The Now That We're Men, Men. song. Uh, uh, fishnet stockings. Fishnet stockings. Uh, the okay, goofy... when it comes to, like, your mom not wanting you to watch Spongebob, that I can understand because I was like, okay, all right. <laughs> In the kids' film, Patrick's wearing fishnet stockings. All right. Uh, the, the, oh, freaking Patrick's underwear. Oh, yeah. Did you see my underwear? No, Patrick. Did you want to? (laughs) Dude, Uh, I had no idea that Scarlett Johansson played the voice of uh, Mindy. No shit. Yeah, right? Yeah. (laughs) That threw me through a loop. I'm like, what? Dude, I could totally hear that now. Yeah, right? That's so weird. I mean, I didn't know that until like two years ago, but yeah, that's awesome. Yeah, yeah, but I remember so much about this movie, like, and I swear I've only seen it maybe twice, really, in my whole life. But I remember a lot, and my favorite thing to come from that movie was the "Now That We're Men" song. Yes, I agree. The only thing. That I think I remember more than the Now That We're Men song is probably the Goofy Goober song at the end. Oh, yeah. I'm a Goofy Goober. Yeah. <laughs> uh, Such a good... Even for someone that didn't grow up on it like you did. Yeah. Even when I very well should have. You really should have. <laughs> yeah. Um, Like, this is one of the shows that, like, I... I kind of kick myself that I didn't know you when we were younger to where, like, you could just sneak over to my house and watch the show with me. Dude, I totally would have. Yeah. I didn't have any friends that I were, like, close by. Sad. So, when... I, mean, I didn't either. So, when I was in second grade... Oh, wait, no, yeah, I did. I, that was my first year of school, second grade. Uh-huh. So, I went to Forbes for second and third grade, and I made one friend... That I went and hung out at his house. Yeah. And we played the Hulk game on his, I want to say his PlayStation. Wait, are we... T- Wait, no, sorry. That was, that was later on. We're talking about the 2003 Hulk game, right? Yes. Okay. Whatever game that was. I, okay. I don't remember what station he was playing it on. But sure. he was playing the Incredible Hulk game. And that's the only time... I remember going over to a friend's house. That, like, yeah. That's the only time I remember having a friend over. Or going over to a friend's. Did you ever have friends over at your house? I don't think so. (laughs) Was I the first? No. Well, not the first. No, because I had friends over to work on like science projects oh okay but we i never really hung out at my house 
It was all people from the ward that would just kind of stop by. Ah. Uh, what about you and James? I didn't go over to James's house a lot. Not until I was much older. Huh. Like, I remember going over to his house to help him move. Yeah. And that was pretty much it. That, actually, I went to a friend's house. This is the friend. His name's Taylor. I don't want to say his last name, but his his name's Taylor. We I went do over I to his know, house. Wait, do I know this Taylor? I don't think so. Okay. He went to Lehigh with me. Okay, yeah, I don't. He is a father now, and the shit that we used to do, I'm like, oh shit. <laughs> All right. Because so we we went o- I went over to his house. This was like only time that we hung out outside of school. Um, but this are you is... sure you want to say this stuff? Because what if your mom's listening? Yeah, I think the statute of limitations is passed. Okay, all right. <laughs> Just making sure. So I went over to his house, and he was super into The Simpsons, and he actually was. He actually tried turning on a SpongeBob episode. Yeah. And I, by freaking base instinct, I, I told him that I wasn't allowed to watch SpongeBob. <laughs> and he's like, oh, okay. <laughs> and then he shut it off. And then he's like, you want to play The Simpsons uh, Home Run? or Oh, Hit and Run? Hit and Run. I freaking love that game. And I'm like, okay, I don't know what Simpsons is, but sure. <laughs> And so much. So we played that. So, So yeah. So I don't remember ever going over to a friend's house. Like I think I can count them all on one hand. Yeah. Not saying that's a bad thing. So I went over to. It's quantity over quality. No, sorry. Quality over quantity. Yeah. I'm trying to remember who I hung out with in elementary school. I don't think I had friends in at Forbes. Now that I think about it, because I didn't meet my first friend Tyler, the one I went over to play Hulk, the, the that Hulk game. Yeah. I didn't meet him until I was at Lehigh. Oh my gosh, I'm a sad person. I'm sorry, man. (laughs) I didn't get to watch Spongebob. I had to sneak watching Pokemon. Dude, this is depressing me out. Yeah. Depressing me up. Anyway, getting back on subject with the Spongebob movie. (laughs) I didn't get to watch that until I was 15. Only seen it maybe twice. And I love it. Um, I loved... The scene, I love seeing them out of water. That was really cool. That was way cool. I did, I did also like that with like the second movie, they kind of took that a step farther where they, instead of being hand drawn like they were in the first movie, they were full CGI characters. Mm-hmm. I, di- I did think that was really cool. Yeah. This was also my first introduction to David Hasselhoff. Uh, did you, um, so. 
with like that whole like swimming scene when he's in the water, you know, like they built like a nine foot replica of him, right? Yeah. Yeah. Did you know that he still has that? Does he? I think he does. That is awesome. They were he wanted to put it up for auction, but he decided not to because it was too cool of an item. I would hold on to that forever. Hell yeah, dude. And it's creepy. <laughs> have you have you no, like have you seen how it looks? No. Dude, it, like it like the smile is kind of nightmare inducing. Wait, it's like full body of yeah. him? I thought it was just like the ass end. <laughs> I don't know why that's funny. Oh, uh, yeah, no. That's full on. Oh, that's the thing of nightmares. <laughs> right? <laughs> uh, yeah. But, like, I mean, I, but, yeah, like, there's, like, an ass under that's those swim trunks. I mean, I don't know if there's, like, anything out front. But, yeah, that, yeah, that's a nine foot David, David Hasselhoff. That is the creepiest thing I've ever seen. <laughs> Yeah, I'd have to agree with you on that one. Yeah. So weird. <laughs> but so cool at the same time. It is. It's like one of those things that you would have in your house and just stare at for hours. Yeah. And be like, this is the weirdest but most mesmerizing thing I've <laughs> ever seen. Oh. Um. But as much as I wasn't into Spongebob, it's still I, I still enjoy it. Yeah. Not maybe the newer episodes, but it, it, like the this movie I when I when I first saw the movie mm-hmm. I wasn't super into Spongebob and then after I watched this, I kinda got more into it and would turn it on on nice. purpose. Nice. Most of the time, it was just I would turn it on and it would just be on, and I'm like, yeah, nothing else is on. Okay. So, um, kind of going through like what we usually do with reviews, but this can be based off like any character from the show since they really are all of them are in the movie. Uh, who's your favorite? Who's your favorite character in the movie? Hmm. That's a that's a difficult question. It is. It really is because they're. Literally every character is great. I'm somewhere between Sandy and really? Squidward. Excellent choices. Very good choices. Um, mine is Patrick, and Patrick has always been my favorite character ever since I started watching this show, and he will be until I die, because I think he's always been the funniest. And when I was, I can still relate to him. I can be pretty stupid. Dude, he's, I relate to freaking Squidward. Yeah, it's as you grow old, like when you first watch, when you watch the show as a little kid, you're like, ah, oh, Scooby's just like a d bag. Like, what the hell is this problem? But as you grow older, like you're like, you're, yeah, you're just like, oh, I get it. Yeah. <laughs> like, you know what? Squidward might be the most relatable character in Bikini Bottom. Yeah, he just gets the ass end of everything. He he really does. <laughs> um. Yeah, I, I, I don't know. I loved. I did, I kind of grew my love for SpongeBob. Like I don't collect anything SpongeBob. I don't watch it, but I I appreciate it for what it was. Yeah, it was. Like even like looking back on it, 
I feel like SpongeBob really got its start. I don't think SpongeBob would have been nearly as successful had Ren and Stimpy not come out first. I can agree with that. And the, I think the Steven Hillenburg created Ren and Stimpy. Did he? I don't let me see. If he did, that's that's amazing. Cuz Ren and Stimpy was at least for me was one of the first big cartoons and I feel like the the animation style that they have for SpongeBob and Ren and Stimpy are very similar. Oh wait, sorry. Um, he was responsible for Rocco's Modern Life, which is also a great show. Yeah, I like I like the 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 similarities between the animation styles between Ren and Stimpy and SpongeBob. Um, one fact that I did learn about uh, Ren and Stimpy that I think SpongeBob really took on. Yeah, you know how the they do like that hyper realism when they're up close and like the really gross looking face stuff that they oh, do. Oh yeah, yeah. So with Ren and Stimpy, that I think that they adopted with SpongeBob, they did. The whoever, I th- whoever was like directing or in charge of the animation, at least for Ren and Stimpy, they would say whenever you're doing one of those close up shots. You're not allowed to make one that looks the same as like the last, so they would ha- be forced to do do this expression in some funky ass art style, and it would because they wanted it to be different every time. Interesting. I had no idea. Yeah, and I think that's something that SpongeBob took because yeah. I can't recall two of two faces that SpongeBob's made where they look the same. Yeah, no, I can't either. And they've done that a lot. They've done it with his like big ass smiles that he d- has. Um Oh my gosh, one of the those lines that's stuck in my brain forever, the What what is it with um where he's like when what can be better to put on than a smile and then he goes ding and then his face is just huge. Ooh, I forget that line. Yeah, that was one of the the things that I had to listen to like a lot. Um, I just found out some interesting info I did not know. Um, so when the first SpongeBob movie came out in two thousand four, uh, it was Steven Hillenburg's. Basically, it was his way how he wanted the series to end. He wanted the series to end with, um, the movie, which would make a lot of sense because at the end of the movie, SpongeBob becomes the new Krusty Krab two manager. Um, be a very good way to end the, the series, but they decided because the movie made so much freaking money, uh, Nickelodeon decided to carry on with it. So after the movie, Steven Hillenburg left uh, SpongeBob to pursue other things after that. But then when the new movie came out in 2015, that was his first return to the series again, which makes absolute sense because that movie felt like classic SpongeBob. That's awesome. Yeah. I'm, I've always wondered how how you feel with something like SpongeBob creating a character. Like I wonder how it, the mindset of 
what's his name? Hildenberg? S- yeah, Stephen Hildenberg. Hildenberg. Okay. I've always like wondered like with Stanley and him what their con- how they what their connection to those characters are. I think cuz I was watching a video last night um and I think they mentioned that so Stephen Hildenberg loved like anything that had to do with like um the ocean like he loved uh what is it aquatic creatures right is that the word marine life marine life yeah um so like his like dream project from the get-go was a show that had to do with and i'm gonna butcher this word so much antipomorphic yeah is that how you say it (laughs) i think so okay antipomorphic undersea creatures um, and I think with uh, after like Rocco's Modern Life, Nickelodeon saw like what he could do, and I think they gave him like this like kind of like what's the word? They let him like kind of like do his own thing and like see what he could do, and they let him off the leash a little bit. Yeah, and he came up with SpongeBob, and like literally, I've like seen so many times that like. Um, before SpongeBob came out, Nickelodeon wasn't the biggest uh, fan with marketing uh, their toys and stuff because they wanted it to relate to both adults and kids. Um, but once SpongeBob came out, they kind of like threw that to the wall because SpongeBob was so profitable. So like they came out with action figures, board games, just all this shit. And I honestly don't blame them because even today, SpongeBob is still extremely profitable. Like I remember um, going uh out i think it was like the week it came out of spongebob monopoly and actually buying the game because uh i still have the version to where the eyes actually move it's a 3d effect and they don't even do that anymore whoa yeah dude and then that's um, that's when people seem to do their best work is when they let are let off the leash that's true like even with stan lee one of his stories on how he created the fantastic four it was when Marvel was going out of business and they're just like, yeah, we we still have to release this much stuff. And then his wife talked him into it and he's like, well, you're closing down anyway, or you're about to be put out of business. Why not write something you want? And then that's how he came up with fantastic four. And he's just like, yeah, all right. And started writing for the fantastic, like the fantastic four. And ends up being the, the first family of Marvel. That's There's not a single person awesome. that doesn't know the Fantastic Four. Yeah, no kidding. And it sounds like that's the same thing that happened with him. They just kind of were like, yeah, you do what you want. And then he comes back with freaking SpongeBob SquarePants. Like, there's not a... Like, the people do their best work when they're let off the yeah. leash. And I, I think that's it. something that we should do. I agree. I I feel that there's usually at least one show that defines a like a certain um, channel, like a certain company, and I definitely feel that SpongeBob is that for Nickelodeon. Like whenever someone says, "Oh, Nickelodeon," they're what's the first character that comes to your mind? SpongeBob. Mm-hmm. At least that's what I'd say. Like I know like there's the Fairly Odd Parents and Jimmy Neutron, Rugrats, like all these other shows that we grew up with. But I feel like the um, at least to me, when it comes to like the animated shows from when we were kids that had the biggest staple, SpongeBob is always number one. 
Yeah, SpongeBob's definitely the first thing I think of when I think Nick. Yeah. And then it goes into like Jimmy Neutron and Fairly Odd Parents, those shows. Yeah. That's interesting though. How there's always like that one show that defines It is. Like what would be the one that you would think of with like a different channel like Cartoon Network? I don't because I have like a couple that I feel identify Cartoon Network, like Courage the Cowardly Dog, Johnny Bravo, uh, The Grim Adventures of Billy and Mandy. Like Dude, the, those are the, my those were the three I was yeah. freaking thinking of, not in that order, but <laughs> yeah. But like three. when you think of Cartoon Network, those are the shows that you go to. Yeah. And then like when it comes to Disney Channel for animated, the two biggest I can think of right now are like Kim Possible and The Proud Family. Oh, yeah, for sure. Yeah, he he did some good work. Yeah, he really with did. SpongeBob. Yeah. I, like, I couldn't even imagine creating a character as iconic as SpongeBob. Mm-hmm. Let alone the rest of Bikini Bottom as well. Yeah. Like, like from Patrick to Mr. Krabs to Sandy to, to even Gary, SpongeBob Snail. It's it's amazing how he was able to come up with all these iconic characters. Mm-hmm. I saw a video that <laughs> trying to explain the conspiracy on who is is really the real old man Jenkins. Oh my, that's awesome! Because apparently there's been a lot of people that have been like, it's just old man Jenkins, and it's a different fish every time. That's true. That's a good point. <laughs> I like old gags like that. I don't know if it was like old man Jenkins in this scene, but I I can't remember what episode it is. But it's when uh, uh, someone keeps threatening to kick SpongeBob's butt. And it happens like twice. And he's like running past these people. And he's like, can't you see he's going to kick my butt? And they turn around. They see this old guy. He's like, oh, so you like kicking butts, do you? We'll show you, old man. He's like, oh, I love the young people. (laughs) <laughs> and then uh towards the end spongebob does it again and the same guy turns around and he's like how many times do we have to teach you this lesson old man <laughs> uh. yeah the spongebob humor was was it was solid yeah it was on point uh it got a little crappy later down the line i feel once steven hillenberg it did go a little downhill I mean, it, it wasn't as bad. It's not bad. It The later seasons aren't bad, by no means. But they're not as great as they were when SpongeBob was at his peak from, I think, 99 is when SpongeBob came out? I want to say 99. Yeah, ni- yeah, 99 to 2006. When the, sorry, 2004 when the movie was coming out. So, like, the first three seasons are the absolute best of SpongeBob. Oh, yeah, for um, sure, dude. Yeah. There, You can tell that the... There was a little more like heart and soul in the animation. Yeah, there really, there really was. It felt a little, like it looks a little crappier, but it's kind of how I felt with, uh, or how I feel with Tom and Jerry. There was just a, you could tell that there was just a lot of love put in the the animation. Yeah, I and I kind of feel that same way with like The Simpsons, even though I still enjoy what it is now. Like the animation has like come a long way. 
Um, but I still, even though like they kind of looked a lot scarier back then when the when the Simpsons first came out, you can <laughs> yeah, <laughs> they're like you can tell like Matt Groening and the other creators put in so much love into that animation. Yeah, and you can say that with damn near any animated show. Mm-hmm. You really South can. Park. Yeah, you can tell that there was a shit ton of Family Guy. Family Guy. I mean, Courage. Yeah. Courage was great animation, mm-hmm. and that show scares me to this day. I can agree with that. <laughs> that show's terrifying. Yeah, there, there was an episode with the, like this scream character, or wherever he's like looking off into the distance, and you see this like swirling man just standing and talking to Courage, and he's losing his mind. Like I was losing my mind. I was like, yeah, screw this shit. <laughs> <laughs> I don't think I've ever finished a complete episode of Courage. I don't blame you. <laughs> Gets dark very fast. Like I, I, rem- I remember watching it all the time, but I don't think I've ever finished an episode. Oh, that's funny. There was actually a day where I was at my aunt's house or my grandma's house, staying the night. I couldn't sleep, so I turned the TV on. Yeah. And there was an episode of Courage, and I stayed up the entire night because I was Damn, I, I turned dude. something else on, and I was like, <laughs> and I think it was that episode with the little the swirching man. Oh, that's funny. Damn, dude. Yeah, it's a shame that he died at what fifty two. Fifty seven. Fifty seven. He was young. Did, um, did you hear how the reason for his ALS? ALS? Mm-hmm. Damn. Yeah. That sucks. Yeah. Hoping he could pull through, but sadly. I told you this earlier, but this year seems to be... The, the world seems to be taking our creators. Yeah. Took Stan Lee. Now it, it's taking the creator Spongebob. It took two, like, two of the biggest... Creators who had an influence on my childhood in the same month. Yeah, no shit, right? Ugh. Freaking rough. Yeah. Well, uh. our thoughts and prayers are with your, with his family and yes. friends. Sorry, this and wasn't with... really a breakdown. It was more like just. Well, give... I mean, we talked about yeah, it. Yeah, we did, but you know, like we kind of like. Just also talked about like how much SpongeBob meant to us, and just like I honestly owe the Steven Helmberg a lot of my childhood of like making it as good as it was because of the characters that he came up with. Yeah, so, I think I'm just gonna you. rename this episode SpongeBob Breakdown. I like it. Yeah. Yeah, he. I mean, I didn't have the attachment that you did with him but i definitely had one yeah so just later in life yeah but i'm i'm glad that you still have been able to experience spongebob mm-hmm. that's what i'm glad about there's a lot of things that i appreciate about it the humor is one that i appreciate the humor holds up for adults and for kids oh yes it does um the animation style Especially in the like we said in the older episodes, yeah. There's a lot to take away from all that, mm-hmm. and a lot of lessons to be learned. Yep. 
Well, I don't think we got anything else to say about this, huh? No. It's may so, he rest in peace. Truly. Yeah. So that concludes our breakdown of SpongeBob and everything that it meant to us. Um, well, if you liked this episode and want to listen to more down the road, um, be sure to listen or subscribe to us on iTunes, Google Play, Stitcher, SoundCloud. Um, we're also on iHeartRadio. Yeah, finally. I'm just kidding. Yeah. Um, I've been trying to get us on Spotify, but I, there's just something holding us back. I don't know what. So I'm going to try to figure that out. <laughs> People just hate my voice. Yeah, they said that they wouldn't upload it if we had something that was copyrighted. But And I've been trying to go through, and I don't think anything's copyrighted. So, yeah, I don't. Whatever. Not too big of a deal. Do you think it's maybe when you say let's play a game in our intro at all? But no, that's because not... that's mine. That's yeah, my voice. Yeah, that's true. Then, yeah, I have no idea what could be trademarked. Yeah. Unless they're thinking, like, the the tune. But whatever. Mm. Um, If you want to follow us on social media, we're on Facebook at facebook.com slash the all bros or we're on twitter at the all bros um all the the episodes get posted there um you can also go check out our stuff on youtube every episode gets uploaded to youtube as well um or if you have a recommendation on a movie that you want us to watch or something you want us to talk about be sure to email us at the allbros channel at gmail.com. Uh, yeah. We have a segment called Message from the Bros that we've only gotten to use once from that. Pretty sure it was a scam person. Yeah. So, yeah, we'll read whatever the hell you want us to or watch whatever you want us to. Yeah. As long as it's like easily accessible. But, yeah. And it's not. I don't know where I was going with that. I'm just going to shut up now. Yeah. So, next time. Did you do the final tally, though? Oh, the final tally. The final tally is two to one in Rose's favor. Suck it. So, I lost for the month of December, or for November. Woo! And I need to go try and find something to for your reference fail prize so now we're back at zero zero for december yes sir so we'll see how that goes so shit (laughs) (laughs) all right so until next time i am caleb albers and i'm jonathan rose and this has been the all bros podcast deuces later you're switching it up i like it thank you